Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Doesn't that feel good? Welcome back, entrepreneurs. I am your host, Jason Setzer, with the Local Business Podcast. We're talking everything to do with entrepreneurship by sharing stories of success, failure, and everything in between. That sounds like something that you're into. Hang out and enjoy the show. Mm. Jeff, I'm, I'm going to apologize up front because every time I have ever seen the word Jeff spelt G-E-O-F-F, I always think Geoff. So, how do you, and I'm not even going to attempt your last name. How do you say your last name? It's Neenstead. Neenstead. Jeff Neenstead. I, I, I believe the whole thing with the Jeff, um, I think maybe it was a Demerol during the pregnancy. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I, at one point in time, I, I thought Jeffrey Giraffe was named after me. Then I found out he was older than I was. So, But I'm still around and he's gone. Yeah, so, you know, we won't even bring him up. Screw him. Um, Jeff, man, welcome to the studio. I appreciate you taking time uh, out of your day. I know you're a busy guy, especially given that the industry that you're in. Uh, you want to give everybody the elevator pitch, who you are, what you do, and who you do it to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, my name is Jeff. Uh, Jeff said I'm with Roadrunner Towing Service in Shirts, Texas. Uh, operate a towing and recovery company uh, that takes care of most of the most of the cities around here. We're the ones out there working the accidents uh, on the side of the road. Um, we're the guys at uh, 11:30 at night when your daughter is stuck in a driving rainstorm. We're the guys that leave our families and and and, and go get them and get them to safety. Warm, comfortable bed, yeah, or cool. Depending on South Texas here. <laughs> so tell me, how, how did you get started into this business? I, I actually stumbled into it. Um, I was actually working a demolition career uh, mm-hmm. back in the very early 90s. Um, my wife at the time was working for a body shop. Uh, I was feeling a need for for a career change. Um, the towing company that did their towing uh, had lost a driver. Uh, she told me about it. I applied for the job, and uh, it stuck. When you started working towing and recovery, right? Is it fair to say towing and recovery? So, I mean, yeah. there's a difference because yes. some guys, they're, 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 the record service, they don't do like recovery, right? Am I is that fair to say? Co- co- correct. There's some companies out there that are just doing shop toes and stuff. Um, then the terminology gets kind of skewed a little bit because some people, when they say recovery, it's asset recovery. That's mm, going to be the yep. repo guys. But we are the recovery monsters that are picking up the tractor trailers that are mangled. And, right. you know, it's like we got a magic wand. When you started, you, did you have any experience at all with uh, with this trade? Not with uh, not with towing vehicles. Um, with my, my demolition career, I, I was a crane operator. I was a certified rigger, which helped me quite a bit with the recovery side of stuff. Um, and anything I'd ever run ran off a of diesel and was operated by hydraulic. How do you get from having some experience to having the knowledge that you do now is just working a lot of scenes or do you have any kind of certified training or is there any kind of, is there a, you know, towing for dummies book that you read uh, or, or how how did you, how did you get to the, to know what you know now? Um, 
you know, in the beginning, it was trial and error. And um, I don't know how many people have looked at tow truck fails. Mm-hmm. Um, as I got into this industry, um, started getting into the heavy-duty stuff, <clears throat> I, I went to a heavy-duty recovery class. And that, that's where I realized that, that training is paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look back at what I had done before that training class, and it was like it was scary. Oh, um, there, there was a point in time when my son worked for me and he was, dad, we need to get this. We need to get that. And I'm like, yeah, we got some chains. Let's pull yeah. on it. You know, that shit costs money, boy. And, uh, <laughs> and after the first training class I went to, which was just a level one heavy duty training class, um, I realized we've got to make some changes. Um, you know, we, we're stereotyped, mm-hmm. uh, tow truck drivers. Okay. Um, and I try to get away from tow truck driver. Mm-hmm. Because a driver drives a vehicle. Sure. We're, we're operators. Yeah. We're operators. Um, so uh, th- that's where my my passion for safety, uh, my passion for, for learning uh, different recovery techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, we train uh, quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, and matter of fact, that they, I, I am now on the board of directors for the Southwest Tow Operators, uh, which is one of the trade associations here in Texas. Um, so I got a little leverage. Yeah. You know, if I want to get a training no class intended. going on, I, you know, I, I, I go to the executive director. I said, Hey, I think we need this, you yeah, know? Yeah, and, and, nice. uh, Can anybody take this training? Like, it, like I'm not in the, I'm not in the trade at all. And if I just wanted to know this information, is there a way that I could go get this training? Um, actually one of our last level three classes, we had some guys show up, um, that actually owned a hazmat company, Okay, but they work alongside, sure. uh, tow trucks. Uh, so they wanted to be able to see why, what, where, how, mm-hmm. um, so they could just apply it when they're on scene working in tandem with the recovery company. How do you get that through to the customer or do you? Well, you know, social media. Yeah. I mean, um, your website, mm-hmm. our website talks about it. Um, again, you know, social media, a good place to showcase your, your work, sure. mm-hmm. um, Anytime my guys get certified and stuff, I'm usually posting something on our, our social media pages. Uh, you were telling me a little bit before the show, you went out and you bought 20 trucks and you just took over this whole area, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, then I woke up. <laughs> yeah, then I woke up. So so um, your first piece of equipment was what? My first piece of equipment was a uh, 97 International 4700. Uh, it was what would be considered a medium-duty truck. It had an eight-ton bed on it. It was a Century 612 Daytona bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased that from, it was a trade-in from Apple White Wrecker over on Bandera Road back in the day. Um, Apple White. Apple White. So what What was your first What was your first job with that truck? Um, my first job uh, was a, it was a black Ford Probe that I picked up at Samang's Automotive in Converse, and uh, I had taken it to Pyramid Auto. Uh, that was also in Converse at the time. Um, that w- that was my first tow. So, how did you get that job? Um, I, I had worked. I, I worked before I opened up Roadrunner. I, I did work for another record service in the in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't agree with the the way they did things. Sure. Um, uh, which is know, com- which is common amongst entrepreneurs. You know, I, I mean, I, I, you know, so I worry every day about losing my business Sure, and may, maybe that's why I'm still here. I, I, I don't know. I, if you get too comfortable, oh, you're going to get bit. And that's with anything. That's with anything. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like the way they treated the drivers. Um, I didn't like the way, uh, 
like they were felt privileged. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody, whether it be a shop, whether it be an individual broke down on the side of the road, whether it be a municipality that gives you the chance to service them, I mean, it, it, it is a privilege yeah. to, to do their service. And if you think of it any other way, I, I just, I don't think it's right. I'm going to ask you a really stupid and broad question, but how do you mitigate that risk of other people on the road? Um, Rubberneckers. Everybody's got to see. It's, it's tough. It's tough. I, you know, I don't know if you remember back in, I think this was in uh, February of 2020. Um, we were working a simple jackknife uh, tractor trailer mm-hmm. on 35 in shirts. Um, it was raining. Uh, and of course, I know you, every, all your listeners see the fire truck parked at an angle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, um, there's reasons why they do that. So we've got the fire truck out there blocking and stuff. And <clears throat> another tractor trailer comes through and just takes out oh. the the ladder truck. Um, and I, I remember, y'all people don't, probably don't pay attention to this, but the door on one of those trucks is probably about five foot. Probably weighs a good. 100, 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. This door flew probably 70 yards over everybody's head on that scene. Jesus. Before it landed. Um, so, yes, there's an inherent risk. And and Did it, anybody get hurt on that scene from that? You know, no, this is where God, God, lo- God, God comes into huh? play. Yeah, God Jesus. comes into play. That's that's miraculous. Um, so, uh, and, and I, I know that when when people are in traffic and and that's just what we deal with out here now with all the construction, Mm -hmm. everybody's got a a place to go and they want to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, And don't want to be inconvenienced at all. They don't. Um, (laughs) I, we have people drive through around cones, through our scenes. I've had a lady come through a scene and drive over my cables. Jesus. And, uh, and the bad thing is, is, is where we're at in the world nowadays with law enforcement they're so they're so understaffed because nobody wants to be a cop anymore. So what was your next what was your next piece? I, I actually I bought uh, I bought a second flatbed. Okay. Um, my 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 second year in business I got a second flatbed. At this time you got two flatbeds and then um, a, a wheel hauler. Uh, a rec- recovery truck. recovery truck. So um, what is the bread and butter of your business at that time? Um, I mean they were all essential. Um, I mean because. You, my, my recovery truck was a medium duty show it had, it had his place mm-hmm. towing larger vehicles um the flatbeds uh you know we're towing passenger vehicles we could tow them two at a time mm-hmm. you know and at this point in time now i've got a a, a, a guy working for me he's a retired marine mm-hmm. um that had been in the record business previously and just kind of wanted to work started out what does this kind of work part-time that never works out in the towing business um <laughs> you're and, never gonna get a part-time towing and, you might get hired as part-time and he you. had a couple of guys that he worked with at another company um he said you know we need more drivers so i'm gonna get these guys you talk to and see what you think and so and 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 uh you know it just started started progressing from there and uh you know i, I guess my deal is as an owner um I, i've i've never been able to completely Step step back. Do you have? Do you actually have like contracts with cities? Yeah, there's there's cities that we have contracts with. Um, and so, what does that look like? Well, don't have you don't tell me any numbers, but I mean, what does it look like as far as what you know? You're gonna do what for them? Um, if you can disclose, if you don't want to talk about, I mean, it, you know, too. so it's, it, it's just what 
what we do. I mean, you know, if we're contracted to a city, we're we're bound by uh, by contract. Mm-hmm. We're bound by ETAs. We're bound by a a, a certain uh, level of professionalism. Sure. Um, uh, there's things that are expected from us. How much money in equipment is on the truck? Um, Not including you know, the we, truck. No, we talked about this with uh, I talked about this with somebody the other day, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go in that probably forty five to sixty thousand dollar range. Just just that's just the equipment. Just the stuff to put in the boxes. That's just stuff to put in the boxes that that truck is. Capable of using. Capable of using, yes. Right. So do you feel like you have any competition? Yeah. There's competition out there. Um, I mean, I'm I'm never going to say there's not competition out there. Um, I'll I'll work with anybody. I'll work with anybody. Um, uh, I, I, I try to structure my business in the way I service my customers. Um where they won't go looking for somebody else. Now, have I had people <clears throat> might have got into a tiff with a driver or something? They're You're like, not everybody happy, but we're, we're, we're not using you anymore. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I understand it. I said I can fix a problem. I apologize. Everybody's got a bad day. Sure. And this lasts for maybe a month, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you get that phone call that says, "Hey, I need you to pick up a car." <laughs> Where does the majority of that work come from? Is it from the city or is it from like, um, nah. let's just say a UPS needs help. They, no, it's, they it's, look up a recovery it's, company. Right, it's, it's, it's people breaking down. It's people that we've, we've, ser- we may have serviced several years ago and, and we're, we're fortunate enough for them to, to stay with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, these are companies that are all over the United States, but when they're in our area, we might be their, their primary vendor in this area. What is the number one thing you wish? Uh, you knew before starting your business to finish my my high school education. Really? Yeah. So I I I, I wasn't a good person. Um, I mean, I've got a ninth grade education. Um, I, I I got my GED. I've done some college courses and stuff. But um, when I first got in to open a Roadrunner, we're talking contract talks and stuff. And mm. I'm I'm in here. I'm talking to city managers, mayors, city council people. And uh, you were talking, I said, well, you know, well, the shirts is going to grow exponentially and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so I, I literally went out and bought me a little Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. So I could like, and I. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. (gasps) No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why don't you just say it's going to get bigger, you know? What is the biggest mistake 
you think you've made? Um, uh, back, back when I was getting going, I, uh, this is something you've got to really be careful with in business is growing too fast. Mm, yes. Um, I experienced that, you know, it, this has been, it's been a long time ago, but it's when, um, you know, things are look like they're going so well and you, you know, you're, you're buying equipment and stuff. Then all of a sudden you kind of feel like the, the walls closing in on you. You know, we went through 2008, 2009 mm-hmm. um which um yeah I, I i ended up making it through fine sure but i mean it's scary as hell what would you say is the best piece of advice you ever received um i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna go back to milton necker okay and i just like i said you're not you're not gonna get rich off of one one ticket and wear gloves and wear gloves <laughs> wear gloves um <clears throat> so what is your um you, you know, you'd mentioned, you know, your business runs on, on apps and things like that. What's your favorite? Uh, I, I got a hard time with this question because I don't know exactly how to say it. What is your favorite digital tool? What's your favorite tool for running your business? Well, we, so we run, <clears throat> we run an app called Towbook. Okay. And that is, it's, it's a you, you desktop, desktop version. Mm-hmm. There's tablet version, but th- this is what all my drivers and all my operators used to input the information what is your definition of success i i think uh, success can be measured i i i'm not going to go to the dollars and cents you know um, oh yeah that's not that's so it's like i said i think being able to keep everybody happy that's one of been one of my biggest things in life is i just want everybody uh to be happy and to be able to prosper we were talking about um um uh, maybe get uh, another rotator. You want to expand your heavy duty program and maybe do some training. I asked you what your uh, what organization you're with, and then I got a plumbing phone call or a plumbing text message. <laughs> what was the name of that organization? It's a uh, Southwest Tow Operators. Southwest Tow Operators. So, what exactly do they do? Um. So it's, uh, they advocate for the towing industry here in Texas, whether it be by training, whether it by be by uh, Legal, legal help. I mean, because you got to realize we're heavily regulated, um, and when people file complaints about us, there's fines that can be levied. Sure, big fines. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we spoke earlier about people complaining and filing complaints, things aren't always true, and it seems like more and more, um, it's not that innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we're gonna cut you off, and you're gonna have to tell us why. We need to give it back to you. There's been a couple times during this conversation when we're talking about, you know, saving lives and, and then like cable snapping and stuff like that. I think to put this in a perspective, right, in a very rudimentary way, if you've ever seen somebody driving down a road in a pickup truck and there's a big hole in the middle of their tailgate, likely what's happened is they've hooked up a chain to a stump and the thing broke and it slung back and knocked a hole in a tailgate. And that's that's a very basic idea of what could happen every day with you guys. Yeah, you know, only the the chain is a lot bigger and the force is a lot more. Correct. <laughs> the hole would be a lot bigger. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And right. and and God willing, not somebody's head. Right. You know, um, uh, I was swapping out for that company I mentioned earlier. Um, uh, I'm not going to get into the name of the crane company, but um, we were swapping out a a chill uh, a water tower. And uh, the impeller, the the fan and the impeller, and so we hooked up to it, and you know, 
And so, um, uh, I was inside the, 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 the yeah, well, I was inside the water tower and then, so water tower is basically a water, like inside the thing is just like a big waterfall, right? Everything's covered in algae, even though it's not supposed to be. And so, um, we're in there. We're, I'm in there working. We got everything rigged up, and then so I am signaling to my guy. My guy signaling to the crane operator, right? And then so you know we're just like baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, getting it out. Well, what had happened was on the opposite side of the fan that I couldn't see, it was pinched. It was pinched on something, and then so it has a long shaft that comes down into the bottom of the into the basin, right? And then so as that crane operator is lifting up slowly, well he jerked and then it went from slow to fast and then so what happened was instead of this happening right it went boom like this and i was standing right here that rod missed me and went through the damn water tower uh, uh um the cooling tower you know and then so like accident i mean this is an ex this is an experienced fella you know what i mean running this but i mean shit happens right yeah that same company you know, they had uh, a lack of, um, um, I don't know what you'd say. It was, um, you know, so the outrigger was tied around a, uh, a ratchet strap, you know, one of those four-inch ratchet mm -hmm. straps. And then so they didn't see it, so the outrigger was, was going out to set their safety, you know, uh, platforms down. And then that strap broke, and then it flew across the site and took out a person's jaw. You know, I mean, it was just that quick. Yeah. And th these are all in controlled situations where there's no traffic and there's no um, sense of urgency to get things. You, you know what I mean? It's just a construction site. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't I can't personally imagine what you guys go through, but I, I know just from my own previous experiences in life, it's intense. It can be. You know what I mean? I know there's a, a message that you want to, you know, you want to leave with us as far as, you know, safety and your passion. So... I'm kind of leading into that, you know. Um, what do you want to say about that? So this kind of goes back to when my, my son was hit by the by the crude tanker. Um, and I realized there's a problem with the message for the, the slow down move over law. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I, I started my fight. Um, that's when I ran into Southwest tow operators. Uh, they actually got in touch with me. Um, they walked me through uh, the process of introducing a bill to the House, uh, testifying in front of committee, mm -hmm. and actually watching that bill become law. What is the punishment for <laughs> if, if, so what, if a cop actually took the time to go pull somebody over for not pulling over? What's the what's the fine? What's do you know? Uh, the, I think the first offense was two hundred to five hundred dollars. That's there's the problem right there. So I I got I'm on the legislative committee with the association. So I, and and everybody knows my my deal is this slow down move over stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I I actually I, I'm trying to figure a way to combat because I know what the representatives are going to say. You know this is going to be a burden to my constituents. You know if we raise anytime they hear about raising fines. Jail time. Well, that's going to be a burden to our constituents, you know. So what I did is I I, I took our association. Unless I, we're talking taxes, then it's not a burden I, I, at all. I got with the Texas <laughs> Municipal Police Officers Association. I got with the EMS Alliance of Texas. I got with the State uh, Firefighters Association. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I put a grassroots group together, a lobbyist. Okay. That, that 
from all disciplines, towing, fire, law enforcement, you know, and EMS. Mm-hmm. And we put these guys together, and so we had a big Zoom meeting. Well, you know, what do you want to do? I said, well, I said, I want to fine up to $1,250. Um, I want a no dismissal. Uh, if there's a second offense, I want a state jail felony. Uh, if anybody's injured or killed, there needs to be some type of jail time. And I said, I'm, and I'm not, I understand our justice system. This person probably didn't go out looking to kill somebody, but they did. Um, so I'm not talking about throwing somebody in jail for years. This is going to, this could be our enforcement since it, it doesn't really happen out on the roads right now. Um, well, uh, you're, you're going to be hard. And I, it, I, this is going to sound really aggressive towards police officers and I don't mean it to be, but you're going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to find a police officer to stop what he's doing. If he's pulling somebody over for a traffic violation or whatever to jump in his car and go chase down somebody for a $200 fine. So I don't, I mean, the first thing they tell me is they said, Jeff, boy, he says, boy, you're really reaching $1,250, huh? No dismissal. No, they're not, they're not going to do it. I said, well, they do it for a school bus ticket. And he's like, so you're mirroring a school bus ticket. I said, yeah. And he's like, so it's already there. Yeah. I said, it's already there. So, you know, everybody starts agreeing with me, but they want to back off on, on any, any kind of jail time and stuff. When so, you say they, you're talking about politicians and, uh, and even, even the lobbyists that we're working with, because okay. um, I'm still learning the legislative sure. deal. Uh, uh, so, and I'm, I always want to run in there and grab something <laughs> and there's a, certain way that you have to do this and they're like well you know we're gonna file it like this and then we're gonna go to austin and we're gonna talk to the legislators and and we're gonna tell them well you know we really you know we're wanting to do this too and let's get how they what their take is on the and if we have to we can amend this on the floor and we can make some changes um because i tell you what you get one you get one group that doesn't like something and we're and we're we're so we're so divided and I don't know how we could be divided on something like that. I don't know. Is, is that, you see it too? Yeah. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> but I, it's like I said, I just don't know how we could be divided on, on, on something like that. Um, but, but we are. So, you know, I've, I, I, I have people contacting me all the time about, about stuff when it comes to slow down, move over law about statistics, about numbers, and and there's the, people are quoting numbers that aren't correct. They Line of duty deaths are different than struck bys, and people are saying, no, your numbers are wrong. <laughs> you, you, you hear all the time from the big politicians, if we save just one life, it's worth it. Okay, well, how come, how come we can't use that same line? You know what I mean? I... I, I Listen, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of legislation. I'm, you know, I, I would, if I had to identify as anything, I would say I'm a libertarian of anything, right? So, like, I don't really, I don't really think more legislation is really, you know, a good thing in general, right? Correct. But whenever you're talking about something like this, you know, make the fine stupid. You know what I mean? Because that's what affects people's decision making a lot of times is their pocketbook. You know, that's that's where you make the changes. You get in somebody's pocket. People see a cop, everybody slows down. Why? Because they're worried about their safety all of a sudden? No. No. They don't want a ticket. You know what I mean? So, you know, hey, if you could say move over, slow down, it's the law punishable by 
you know, a twelve hundred dollars ticket. You know what I mean? I, I would be curious to know how um, how many of those tickets are getting passed out for the school buses. Well, you know, and, and and here's here's the big deal is is I'm I'm still working on getting the numbers, but the number of these slow down, move over tickets out of the ones that have been written, how many of them are dismissed? Are being dismissed. Um, and 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 I I I get it, but if that is it, per- a, is it a proof thing? I mean, is it just easier just to- well? So so somebody can be driving down the road, um, and again, I I understand. They could be the best person in the world, but one of the biggest problems we have on the road now is distracted driving. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, whether that's your, across the board. Whether it be Everybody. your infotainment center, uh, even you know, you put your phone down, but you're, st- you're, you're st- still interacting with the damn thing. You're looking at your navigation. You're doing this. You're talking over your sink or whatever. So you're, I mean, and I understand that they probably didn't mean to not move over for that fire truck or not move over yeah for that yeah place. that's i don't think that goes i think that goes without saying i don't think anybody's like screw that person i'm just gonna hit them if they get in my way i don't right. think anybody thinks that and you and know i've learned how to play devil's advocate here um you know we had an operator killed a few years back and the, the, the lady that had hit him and killed him never had a ticket never had any 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 brush with the law no record no nothing and you know they're wanting her to go to jail for 10 years and this and that and i said hey y'all it's it's not gonna happen what do you mean it's not gonna happen she killed him and i said i know she did and it's horrible i said i've sat down and i've talked with his wife i've talked with his son it's it's a horrible thing but they are not going to throw her in jail right and she got probation and everybody's upset because all she got was probation Mm. You know, maybe we need to start adding in some community service in there. And that community service is going to be picking up trash on the highway. <laughs> so you understand what it's like being on the side of the road. Sure. And why we wear that reflective safety vest. You know, um, it's just. Uh... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've reached out. You know, and maybe somebody from the school board to hear me because mm-hmm. it's not doing any good emailing people. Yeah. I've reached out to the school and the school board uh, twice um, about wanting to do something about distracted driving and the slow down move over law. Let's take these kids that are fixing to drive. I wonder if you could work with the the, the road where the, the, the. Well, we. So I was. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep interrupting. No, I was. You, I was. I was talking to him. Of course, you know, he he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um. And he was like, we, because he, he, they actually went to uh, testify on some stuff in Austin with, because uh, TDLR regulates them also. And mm-hmm. we were trying to get <clears throat> a course together. So if you, if you did have a move over violation, you had to take this four hour course, which they would have been a, a driving school. They would have been able to put it on because they're licensed and stuff. Um, but he says, you know, we, 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 we have to spend an hour telling these young drivers, uh, these young potential, drivers, drivers. potential drivers what they need to do 
when they get pulled over by a police officer, he says, you know. They freak out. He said, you know, you, we, we could spend about 15 minutes on that. We pretty much cover everything. So he said, it'd be great to be able to take and insert some stuff about distracted driving in the, in, in the, in the move over law. Um, and things were kind of brought to a halt uh, because of his passing. So, mm. um, but I mean, so I've reached out to the school board. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I, I, on an email like that, I always attach a read receipt. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And so I, I, I haven't even got a read receipt back, which either means they just deleted it. Right. Or I mean, or, or, or didn't send the receipt back, but here, here's somebody. And I mean, I've got, I've got people behind me that can get me literature. I mean, just to make this a, a positive thing. You know, what would be really simple. Um, you know, as far as uh, some sort of participation or something like that from the schools is is let you set up at, at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day of school, right? When these new drivers are coming, driving to school, set up a mock scene. We used to do Shattered Dreams. You, you know? We, we, there was a program called Shattered Dreams, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd actually bring in vehicles that were, were wrecked. We'd stage them. Um, fire would come in. Police would come in. Life light would come in. Well, no, and, I mean, like, well, and I, yeah, because I, I, I remember, I remember something similar like that at, my, at, at, at even at my high school. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, unbeknownst to anybody coming to school, you know, once they pull into school grounds, you know, and then they see us, they see your truck set up at a mock scene and a guy walking around, you know, making that vehicle with this student driver make a decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so like. Hey, there's somebody standing here. You know, you don't walk, you don't just drive right past them like this. You know, you you, you move over or whatever. You know, what I mean, something with actual, as it's happening, experience for the driver. You know, what I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but and maybe it's just me, but you know, I hate to say it that a lot of demonstrations or things that are like movies or, or something like that that you have to watch and you're supposed to gain some something something from it that maybe you're passionate about, unless it's Unless it's something that the person watching that is interested in, it just it's their eyes glaze over. You know what Correct. I mean? But if they're driving into the school and they have to make some sort of decision, you know, and then possibly get their ass handed to them for not doing the right thing, you know what I mean? I don't know. Just something, you know what I mean? More hands on, more uh, effective, not more effective. Just I don't know. I, I just that's 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 a it's a big challenge, man. It's a big challenge. It is, and you know, I've I've talked to law enforcement out here, and you know, when staffing gets back to level, um, there's, <laughs> and I get it, there might be an opportunity. You know, there there's there's funding out there that will pay the overtime for these officers to be out there, but the problem is, is we've got to have the officers to put out there because sure. the officers that we have are already working overtime so when they get that 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 day off or those two days off they're not going to want to jump back in a patrol car to go make a little extra money sure because they they need a break from the job and they need a break from society the way it is today i'm going to do something we're going to do something called the lightning round okay this is um uh i'm going to have you pick a color I'm going to ask you five questions that have nothing to do with nothing. It's just arbitrary and random questions. Um, pick a color, black, green, blue, or red. 
Well, I guess I'm probably going to have to go red. with red. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Roadrunner towing, his vehicles are all red. Red, and, well, the, uh, red and white, right? You get the yeah, rotators the, white. Yeah, the light 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 duty is red, and and now it the color doesn't even matter because it's what it's what they have a, on the on the line that you can buy now. So colors. Oh yeah, are right. Much out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's the lightning round questions. Um, you can answer them however you want or not answer them at all. It doesn't matter. Just remember you picked the deck. First question, <clears throat> would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future? Um, I, I, you know, I, I think predict the future. Yeah, I like that. If I could stop somebody from something bad happening, mm-hmm. that, that would be cool. Yeah. And why do we want to dwell on the past? I'm I'm with you there, man. Would you rather be forced to high five everyone you made eye contact with, or stir up conversations with at least five strangers a day? Yeah, I dig talking to strangers. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Don't get me in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather never be able to use search engines again, or never use smartphone apps again? Whoa. Well, I guess we'll go with Google because I, I need smartphone apps to run my business. I, I was going to say, man, you can take the smartphone from me. i got to have a search engine. <laughs> All our stuff is digital on our, on our cell phone now. Would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person you know for 24 hours or go camping with somebody who likes you but you don't like them back? That's a weird, that's a weird one. I don't know that I want to be handcuffed with anybody. <clears throat> um, you know... I, I, I could deal with somebody I didn't like for 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, who is the most annoying person you know? Um, don't, probably, don't, don't, don't let it be family. Yeah, probably Joe <laughs> Biden. <laughs> you could be handcuffed to him for 24 hours? Man, God rest no, your no, soul. No, 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 no. We, we, he wasn't in the handcuff deal. We're, we're just talking about who is the most annoying person. Oh, oh okay. I got you. I got you. Got you. <laughs> um, would you rather have deep dish or thun, thin crust pizza? Oh, I, actually, I'm, I, I'm, I'm on a diet, but it would be deep. deep yeah, dish, deep yes. dish. Oh, yeah. So I've been on this kick. My girlfriend got me started on these um, uh, thin crust pizzas from Domino's. And they're, so, and they're actually pretty good. Yes. Damn. But well, because and I think the reason being is because you, the whenever you're eating the food, most of what you're feeling is actually the actual ingredients and not yeah, the bread. Not the yep. So, anyways, that was the lightning round, ladies and gentlemen. I want to talk to you a little bit about your employees. How do you how do you go about how do you go about finding and keeping employees? So, <laughs> Roadrunner's got a, a a little bit of a reputation, um, which. Probably yeah. I just got done telling you how the rumors about you cutting brake lines. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we work, we work, um, we work hard. Mm-hmm. So, it, the mo- most and I and I do have three guys that have been all of them have been with me over a year that we took from from nothing, scratch, new, new green, green, never. Touched a lever, never pulled a cable. Were they young and didn't have any job job experience? No, or? no, 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 no. So you know, twenty five is a minimum here when it comes to insurance sure. and stuff. So um, they had all, you know, whether it be construction. Uh, one of them had worked, I believe, for the railroad. I, I don't know what capacity, um, but we started from nothing with them. 
okay. and train them. Um, and the surprising thing is they are all still with me. Um, you know, because a lot of these people get into this and, and then they realize, wow, this sucks. <laughs> the money's great, but this sucks. Traffic. Hundred South Texas, hundred degree weather in the summers, nine degrees, whatever the, it might be. Yeah, out in the middle of the beaming sun, and not a shred of respect from anybody passing you. <laughs> um. So, it, what do you mean this isn't a fun job? <laughs> the, the the when it comes to the towing industry, and I've, I've I've talked to people with the association. I mean, do we need to to try? You know, there's trade schools. Mm-hmm. Do, do we go a direction where we offer a class? And, you know, towing and recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody starts off in, the, in that light-duty spot, you know. We're not talking about a heavy-duty spot. There's, there's you know, baby steps before you start jumping into that. But um, at this point in time, we're, we're, we're running out of bodies. Our, our pool is drying up. Mm-hmm. Our pool is drying up. Um, I mean, you know, so when you get somebody that, you know, <laughs> I love them to death. I do. Every one of them's got a little quirk, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm dealing with 15 different personalities. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I'm the boss. Yeah. If your workforce isn't happy, if their home life isn't happy, oh, that spreads you know, through the company so, like a cancer. So um, I'm truly blessed with 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 the ones I have, no matter what the quirks are because mm-hmm. we can generally work through it but i i uh we're gonna run into a time and and people don't people they don't realize it now but they will um wait till there's not enough tow truck wait till there's not enough people to operate mm-hmm. those tow trucks and if you think it's bad now mm-hmm. um it, it, it's crazy because we I, we, I got a call from the Blanco County Sheriff's Office uh, a month or so ago. Need somebody. They're like, "Hey, uh, man, we 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 need a we need a heavy duty for for a you know what do you got?" He says, "Well, it's a, it's a, it's a complete burn, and we can't get anybody to come out." How far out was that from you? How far in miles was it away from you guys? I, I think it would have been about seventy three miles. Um, none of their rotation wreckers. Mm-hmm. They all said they weren't available. Because they're worried about getting paid on that completely burned tractor trailer. Mm. Oh. So they're so they we're talking Blanco County. So they they've called this little old company in Shirts, Texas, to see if we could help. And I said, look, same thing. We, I can't go out there. I said, I got cities here. I got to take care of that. I'm going to get paid on. Well, no, I'm not going to say I'm going to get paid on. (laughs) Higher policy. Well, it's going to be less cost to you. For, uh, less fuel, <laughs> less fuel, less fuel, and less time. But um, I, but, but that's where we're, that's where we're going now is is uh, is we're we're running out of bodies mm-hmm. that actually want to do this. You know, that's not just in your industry. That's, no, it's not. That's across the it's across the spectrum. You know, it's it's um it's interesting. It's like everybody wants to be a I don't know a YouTube star or something. I don't know. I I I, I don't I don't know because we don't have a shortage of people. We just have a shortage of people wanting to do physical things. You know what I mean? We've got a problem with people wanting to do anything. <laughs> fair. I mean, you know, I, I, <laughs> that's very fair. I'll talk to people. They say, you know, I've been looking for a job and this and that. And I'm like, I, I mean, 
I saw a sign at Bill Miller's said they were paying seventeen dollars an hour. Yeah, uh, but B- Bill Miller's. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Bucky's, Bill Miller. There's lots. There's several. Seven, of them. Bucky's twenty four dollars an hour for some of their positions. Mm-hmm. So, don't tell me I can't find a job. Right. Tell me that I can't find a job that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's mornings that my guys have ran all night mm-hmm. and had to get up and go at it again. What and do we I, got today, boss? And I guarantee you in their head, they said, man, this really sucks today. Mm-hmm. But they, they showed up to work and, and they did the job. Yeah. Um. So. Well, that's a character thing. I mean, there, you know, that's like you said, there's not a lot of people that that'll do that. You know what I mean? I mean, just just any just any uncomfort at all is enough to drive people to quit. Right. And what's what's really neat is is uh, you know we earlier we talked about going through the the twenty one and the snowstorm and stone ice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we we got done. Um, I I bonused all my drivers out. Like they all got an eight hundred dollar bonus. Nice. On top of whatever they made that they sure. just I gave them an eight hundred dollar bonus. How, how does how how does that work? How how do how do your do you, do your guys get paid some sort of commission? Yes, I get paid a commission. So like, is it like a base pay plus commission? Is that how that works? It's commission, just straight commission. So however many um um uh, how many however many toes jobs toes, okay. So and I'd imagine there's a different rate for different types of vehicles. Yes, yes, sir. So um you have um you have three flatbeds, you have five flatbeds, have- ten. 20. I have, I have, let's see. <laughs> I have one, two. I, so I, I look I, on, I, I have, I have five flatbeds. I have five, six flatbeds, five heavy duties. One of them being a rotator. rotator. Um, then I've got a smaller, what they call an auto loader that pe- most people call them a repo truck. Mm-hmm. Um, we use them for getting into parking garages and, Sometimes if we're real busy, I'll put them out for quick clearance. Mm-hmm. If we got a lot of accidents working, I'll get them just to pull up and get them off the shoulder. The the the, the okay the auto loader because mm-hmm. they can just back up, grab it, and boom and go. Yeah. Um, then I've got uh, I've got a straight truck, and uh, I've also got a, a Landall for a lot of times we have to put these tractors and stuff that are in wrecks. On, you, they can't detail it anymore mm-hmm. when they're burned to the ground. So. I've got a Landall trailer, um, along with you know plenty, plenty of other assets, forklifts. Sure, bob, yeah, Bobcats, bob trailers, response trailers, airbags, all, all kinds of stuff. So, um, I think it's it's fourteen or fifteen trucks okay. right now. So I lost my train of thought there. So, um, <clears throat> I, I, well. Shit! How does um uh how does I guess time right? How does one work their way up to, you know, I so I'm trying to figure out pay right. So if I'm if I'm um experienced, right, you know, if I bust, I don't even say if I want to bust staff. Is if there's a lot of calls for um, it's how fast you how fast you can get a call, how how fast how safely you can get mm-hmm. a call done quickly. Sure. Um. So, my my guys get paid pre- pretty good money. I mean, I've got light duty guys, and 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 it 
maybe it's not a lot, but I mean, I've got flat big guys that are making eighty eighty five $85,000 a year, which I mean, isn't, isn't bad. It's getting worse because of the economy mm-hmm. and where we're at. And I mean, I've got heavy duty guys that'll make 130, 135,000 a year. So the, let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about, um, the, uh, the bills that you don't collect on. So if these guys are working commission, do they no, not? No, no, my guys get paid on everything. My guys get paid on everything. So you've got your fee structure, your like commission my, structure, and that's a done deal. Get, my guys get paid on everything. And even when we're on a big. Is that a thing? I mean, is that do other places uh, operate like that? Do you know? I, I've heard that there's. Oh, I didn't get paid. You don't get paid. So, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've heard. Sure, wow. You know, okay. but I mean, even so when I get out. On, on on a big scene, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm essentially there as a supervisor, mm-hmm. and and a supervisor gets paid fairly well. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to collect on that, but even when we get out there enough, if I'm on a job for for four hours, and I build for supervisor, we have to handle a little differently when we've got multiple assets on a job, because mm. we have to go in and put in the commission basis and stuff. So once I look at everybody's commission, say I've got two thousand dollars in supervisor fees there that I'm I'm not I'm not getting paid on. I'm not I'm not physically collecting a check for for that. Sure. So I'll take that and I'll usually spread that out with the guys that were on the job. Okay. Well, that's more than fair. <laughs> well, I mean, you 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 got to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of it's being in a decent truck, well equipped, and you yeah. know, they don't have to worry about getting paid. Um, every once in a while, we'll have a glitch. I mean, and I, the the last thing I'm going to do is is try to to screw a driver. Yeah, that's the that's... last thing I'm going to do. Had just a just last last week, I, I went in and I was it was a big job and I was doing everything and I whether. The phone rang, whether somebody asked, but I guess I didn't save the the stuff to the call. Mm-hmm. And one of my guys got paid, and he's like, and he, and he, and he so he went and looked at the call, and he said, I only got paid $32 on this. Mm. And so they, they bring it to me. I said, look, man, hold on. I, I said, I did this. fix this right now. <laughs> you, 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 I said, I can tell you what you were going to make. You are going to make you know, 600 and something, something, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I, I guess I just, I didn't save, I didn't save it. So sure. I go in there and I sure enough, I, I put it all back in there. I said, I mean, I knew what you made. Yeah. 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 And, but I, I'm so worried. Somebody's going to think somebody's going to think something differently trying, because yeah. we, we do direct, direct deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nobody ever asked me for their payroll sheet. Mm-hmm. I, and I guess that's a good thing. Well, yeah, right. It's bittersweet, right? Because they trust me, <laughs> you know. So, uh, they, you know, they it, it's the whole deal. It, it's you know Friday morning when they wake up, they can go, oh, yeah, there it is, here we go. Uh-huh. You know. No, that's uh, yeah. I don't. That's that's. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know how to take that sometimes. Um, I have a, uh, I have an employee. I just recently give him a raise, and um, it it had been a few weeks. So it's like sometimes I'm like. You know what? What has happened before is, is I've I've given employees raises, 
And for whatever reason, there's an issue with the software and it didn't stay. It didn't save. I'm sure I did something wrong or, you know, accounting did something, Sucks whatever. Sucks human, doesn't it? Yeah, right. So, like, you know, then it's like you kind of wait because I don't, I don't ever, and I don't know. This is probably a, a real character flaw with me and I'm sure a therapist can tell me what's wrong with me. But, like, I don't sit somebody down and say, hey, look, you're getting an X dollar an hour raise. You know what I mean? Um, and I think this might stem from my dad. You know, you give them a raise and then see what happens. You know what I mean? So my dad comes from, had come from uh, a school of thought. And I think probably most people his age did. You know, you, 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 you go to work for somebody and, you know, you take care of them and they take care of you. If they don't take care of you, then you move on. You know, it's just basic, right? And then so, um, you know. I think that's probably where that comes from is, is like as the employer, you know, you, you try to take care of employees however you can. You know what I mean? I'm a small fish. I'm a small guy. And I got to compete with big salaries that are being offered from different companies that have big war chests full of money. You know what I mean? And so, like, I got to get creative. You know what I mean? I got to figure out, you know, what what can be, um, you know, how, how can I keep and retain employees? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I had an employee the other day. Um, I was like, shit, man, I hope I, I hope that raise went through. So I'm like, hey, did you notice your check was a little, you know, a little more this, this week? And he's like, uh, no, man, I don't even I don't even look to see if I get direct deposit. I don't even see if it came in. <laughs> so he was just like, he goes, the only time I look at my account is, is that uh, is whenever rent's due. And he says, it, there's always money in there. I, I, no, I don't. I was like, well, can you do me a favor and can you look to see if you got it? I said, I gave you a raise. I don't know if you got it or not. Can you check that out for me? Anyways, um, parting words of wisdom, Jeff. Is there anything that you want to leave with some uh, leave with the audience here? As um, uh, I, I know the the safety is a real the move over laws is uh, I, I'm with you, man. I, I wish there was something you can do to to get people's attention because that's um that's um. And I hate using the word fair, but that's pretty unfair, you know, that these people go zooming by and, and just no, no no regard for anybody outside of their vehicle. You know what I mean? And it's it's such – the numbers don't really mean – the the number of casualties don't hold weight for me in terms of whether that amount is high or not because it's such a preventable thing. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I guess, you know, I, what what bothers me the, bo- the most is – uh. Like, we're we are extremely stereotyped as tow trucks, mm-hmm. tow truck operators, tow truck drivers. however you want to say it? Um, well, it's all those '80s movies with um, uh, Burt Reynolds and man, you know, <laughs> those guys. pants hanging down, dirty, greasy. You know, I, I we'll work a a big heavy duty scene. You know, sometimes we're we're getting rolling at three or four o'clock in the morning, and we haven't been able to get to a bathroom. Um, we just kind of want a hot cup of coffee. Um, you wash our hands and you will know, we'll pull into a store and I see the way people look at us. Mm. We're dirty. We're sweaty. Um, and now we just pulled up and we got this big mess here. Uh, so, I mean, just, it'd be great for, for people to appreciate us just a just a little bit um you know i used to always tell people i said you know there you don't know what that operator's been through that day i mean i i went through 
I, I put a thing on on Facebook one time. I just we'd been working really hard, mm-hmm. really long. Um, I had it was just in and out with impounds. Uh, you know, I get dispatched out to an accident, and I'm pulling up on scene, and right away I know, I know it's a fatality. Mm. Um, I can see the tires marked, I see the the yellow the the yellow sheet, and I we don't have time to have a feeling about that. Sure, um, we've got a job to do, um, you know. So I've got to wait for them to to take care of the person that's no longer with us. I've got to load up the vehicle. I take it to the yard. And um, you know, thinking, okay, well, I've, I've got, I've got just a minute right now, just to kind of sit down and reflect. And uh, you, a lot of times, I'll say a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no break. I got to keep going again. And you know, so then I, I remember I pulled in to get fuel uh, at a place, and I see this lady, and she's just, she's crying, and she's, she's pulling on her door handle and stuff. <laughs> and I realize, okay, she's. Locked her keys in her car, but her six-month-old oh. daughter's in there. So I mean, I'm like, so I, I grab my my lockout tool and I uh I, I go and unlock it for you, man. And she gives me a big hug and mm-hmm. how much? Oh yes, I know you don't owe me nothing. Yeah. You know, then I can my you know, my phone goes off. We I've got another wreck, you know, and then I go and I pick that wreck up and I'm going to the yard and then I get to the yard and then there's the mother of the fatality. Mm. And I, I kind of try to handle stuff like that personally. <clears throat> a lot of times they want to see the vehicle. A lot of times that's not the best thing. Mm. And I don't know how many times I've sat there and cried with a mother, a father, a sister, a brother. Um, but we have long days, man. And you never know what our day's been like. And I kind of tell people, if you've ever been helped by somebody that operates a tow truck, maybe when you see that dirty tow truck operator stopping to get something to drink or something, man, just walk up and tell them thank you. Mm -hmm. It'd be great. It would really be nice. If nothing else, just not to be looked at and discussed. That'd be a step in the right direction, huh? (laughs) True. (laughs) True, but a thank you goes a long way. Man, Jeff, I really appreciate you coming in with me today. Um, I, 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 I could talk about that damn rotator forever. I, I think I could, but um, so be it. We do have time. I do have to make a living with another job. Um, is there any? Is there anything that I didn't ask you? I, I tried. I tried to do a little bit of due diligence. Is there any questions that you came prepared to answer that I didn't ask you? No, I think we got everything covered. Like I said, just just re- remember, just a little help out there. Slow down move over and help us save some lives fair enough all right man well i appreciate you being on the show i appreciate the invite sir